Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin' fantasy champs? My name's Warren Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. Poppin' Rick, we're back. Back together again. Back together again. Yeah. It was interesting. Interesting. I, I am currently in the midst of, of moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I had a bunch of work projects that just kicked me in the rear. So I couldn't record until Friday yeah. last week. And Rick was like, well, bruh. <laughs> I'm uh, entering, about to enter finals week, so. Oh, there you go. Then you'll have nothing yeah. to do. For well, a- after that. <laughs> after that. Um, but yeah. anyway, we got some good stuff to get today. Get to today. We're going to review, recap week 14. Uh, we'll talk about some booms and busts, and then we'll go over some waiver wire ads for week 14. Final week of the regular season for fantasy football. This week becomes ever so more crucial Okay. Uh, we'll do one more trade target show, by the way. Okay. Yeah, one more. One more. Um, Even though it will be kind of end of the regular season. We'll see. I always okay. do one. We'll do one too late. All right. And then we'll figure it out after. But um, so, yeah, uh, it's getting ever so, ever more so crucial that you do the right things at this point in the year. Um, if you have bye weeks solidified at this point, um, I would start going and picking up wire, waiver wire defenses that you think are going to be good for week 16, 15, or what is it, 16 and 17? Yeah. Honestly, if, you, if you're if you in the playoffs right now, it's not a crazy thing to have a defense for week 15, which should probably just be your starting defense and just bite the bullet for the last mm-hmm. week of the season. Yep. Or... Uh, you could use one of your other defenses. So you should have three defenses rostered. You could have one for 16 and 17. And if you're not, I wouldn't hate that. If you're not in the playoffs and you're done, don't be a loser. Play, Sorry, bro. Play the upset. Oh, okay. Okay. You don't make the playoffs. You go out there. You get I'll yourself, set my lineup. You, get your, you, you set your lineup. You go out there and you steal some players off the waiver wire. I don't know about that part, but I uh... No, I ask that you don't do that in the home league, by the way. Um, I'm talking to Because it might affect you. Yeah, could my, that's what I would do. Unless I'm in a dynasty league, then I'm like, I can't be screwing around here. Just constructing my team, getting ready for the draft. I, I, I won the championship, and then I had like the biggest, I had the biggest turnaround and the biggest flop in a dynasty league in the course of a year. So uh, I am now like three and nine in the league. Is that ten man band? Yeah, I have I have no picks. Like, I did you no see? I draft. my team was one in seven, and I've won yeah, and you four flip, in a row. You flipped it around, and I'm favored to win this week. We're recording on Monday, so that game is still very much in hand. But if I win this week, I'm pre- pretty much in the playoffs. You wow did a one eighty and turn around. See, you can still do it, guys. But anyway. Uh, last week of the regular season here, we'll get you all the postseason content, week 15, 16, and 17. Um, we'll provide week 18 if there are people who out there who um, love the the last week championships in January. And then uh, on to the offseason, friends. Yep. It's getting Moving close. on. Moving on. Moving on to 2023, where I'm going to predict that Kadarius Tooney is the wide receiver one 
Okay, already with the crazy hot takes. Uh, before we get into uh, everything, check out our website, fantasygymnasts.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, please leave a review, share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below. Uh, let's talk about what happened this week in fantasy football. A lot of interesting games. Um, <clears throat> Jalen Hurts, 34 fantasy points. He's Is he the good. MVP of the league right now? Uh, yeah, yeah. Him or, him or Mahomes? I think Mahomes ekes it out slightly. Yeah, I would say it's definitely him or Mahomes, and it's it's neck and neck right now. Uh, Joe Burrow should be in that conversation with his thirty points. He should be in the conversation now. Yeah, I mean, if he goes off the last five weeks of the season, he just goes on a tear. He could get it. He could get it. Uh, but he had 30 fantasy points, so I've loved his schedule down here in the second half of the season. Um, he had a slow start, as the Bengals always do for whatever reason. Um, but he had slow start to the season. He's he's kicking into form here, where he could be a league winner. Um, you know, it's it's weird. Like I wasn't in on him in the off season. I mean, I liked him, but I was I was more focused on guys that like the running quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's QB four right now, and I was looking at his stats. He has a career high in rushing attempts, yards, and rushing touchdowns this year. So I don't know what's up with that, but he has five rushing touchdowns and over 200 rushing yards this season. Wild. Yeah. Uh, Gino continues to be a fantasy football anomaly. Um, I'm just saying, bro. 23 fantasy points, QB3 on the week. His stats are looking pretty good. Really good. King Jared Goff. Jared Goff has actually played well this season, but... uh streamable on a week to week basis. The mid of all he's the king of all mid quarterbacks. Yeah, he's like it he's really good for being mid, but if you put him in any other category, he would be the worst one. <laughs> yes. Um Justin Fields had twenty one points. He was good this week. Did throw two picks at the end of the game that kind of crushed the hopes and dreams of the Bears. Um I, I for real life purposes, uh Justin Fields is not winning the Bears football games, that's for sure. Um, in no. fantasy football, he's getting you wins. He's a QB five on the year. Wow, wild! And he might, he might have, or not might. He's as long as he doesn't get injured, he's going to have a thousand rushing yards and probably double digits. This kind of reminds me of Jalen Hurts' season last year, where Hurts finished like the QB six, five, six, yeah. or seven, and uh, didn't have a great passing season. Everyone started questioning, you know, is this the guy? Is this the guy? Is this the guy? And then they got him over. I think the I think the the Bears are going to follow a similar system. Are the Bears going to get him AJ Brown? Uh, no. Well, we'll see. Hey, you know, I did not expect the AJ Brown trade in the offseason, By the way, um, yeah, that's true. During the draft, we were like, "Hold on a second. <laughs> is the is the hey. Titans uh, GM plastered?" And it's funny. The revenge game. We'll talk about it. But AJ Brown freaking dominated the Titans. Oh yeah, he he pooped on him. But uh, Justin Fields, 21 fantasy points, really good. He could be a league winner as well uh, just based on where he was drafted and the fact that he broke out and you didn't really have to do too much to get him. Um, Patrick Mahomes had 19, really good. Mike White, uh, all of his fantasy points is basically yards. Um, he had <laughs> yeah, two picks. He had a rushing touchdown. Well. Um, against against uh, mediocre defenses, I think Mike White could actually be a, a okay stream. Um, he is. And so uh, keep an eye on that uh, in terms of matchups. I'm sure we'll talk about it in the waiver portion of our show if he is one. But 
Herbert, 18 fantasy points. Dak Prescott had 17. Uh, Heineke, Daniel Jones, Derek Carr all had 17 points. So um, those are good. I would say Josh Allen's 16-point game, you know, putting him uh, just outside the top 12 mm-hmm. uh, would be a good game for a quarterback like Derek Carr. But he's Josh Allen. He should be up there with the 20s. So, right. Um, he kind of definitely a disappointing week for Josh Allen. Played decent and real. They just kind of ran the ball a lot. Yeah. So, um, that's interesting. Brock Purdy, 15 fantasy points for the uh, San Francisco 49ers after replacing wow. Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, which means that Jimmy G could have been a good stream this week, right? Had a couple tutties. So, yeah, he um, could have been. If you started Deshaun Watson against all advice everywhere, I thought about it for like two minutes. You really did. You were convinced. You were like, I, I you know, should I go with him after trading for him? And I'm like, no. Because I looked at I looked at um, fantasy pros and they had him ranked as a top ten. I literally moved him. I moved him down to I think QB eighteen on the week or something ridiculous like that. Oh, I just okay. I was so like out. I was like this guy. Yeah. No way. Um, I didn't start him though. So. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Good decision. Good decision. Thank you. Um, Lamar Jackson you. had one point, but he toasted his. Um, I don't even know what he toasted, but he got hurt. He got a leg injury. Leg injury. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think that's all we have for quarterbacks that completely crapped on yeah. your performance. I, if you're Kirk still Cousins only had eleven points. I don't know. Are you? But who did they play? The Jets, Jets. was a tough. Yeah, so I wouldn't have been so. starting Kirk Cousins against the Jets. Yeah. If you were doing that, that was a bad decision. Rodgers, I guess, because he, he hasn't been great, but he was playing the Bears, who have an awful pass defense. Did you see him after the game? No, I did not. Waving to the Bears fans. Oh, gosh. Not in a complete, not in a complete D-baggy way. Not in like, a, oh, okay. like, oh, I own you guys like he did uh, last year. It was more like a nostalgic wave. Like a wow! I'm thinking he's done. Yeah, That's I think it. he's done. I think he's done. I think he's retiring after. This. Uh, he's definitely done with the Packers. It's just a matter of if he wants to play one more year with another team or retirement. I think. Uh, I think we should put Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady in a ring together and have them fight for the San Francisco job. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a great idea. I pay take. I paid for that. I I would pay for that. <laughs> anyway, let's move to the running backs. Unless you have any other quarterbacks you want to talk about. No, he can do it. Next. All right. Uh, McCaffrey, 28 points. This guy gives me a little bit of a roller coaster because I had some takes on him where, like, I was like, you know, this guy, like, Rick was, like, up here. He's, like, in the ceiling. He's like, I'm. this yeah. guy is, this is going to be the Pants best season of Christian McCaffrey's career. And then he just, you know, does what Christian McCaffrey does on a week-to-week basis for the Carolina Panthers this year. And you're like, what the frick? And then he scores 28. And you're like, all right, here we go. Jordan Mason will score 20 next week. <clears throat> and Christian McCaffrey will get 10 points. And we'll be like, what? What is happening? Yeah, possibly. In San I mean, last week he did. He was limited in the game. So you take last week out, maybe he he's uh, still the he's still a better, he's still a game. The, I would say top three running back in fantasy football. Obviously, yeah. To me, he's the RB one. But that's you know me. Tony Pollard, twenty four point six fantasy points. Um, I wish is it going to end? I I mean, who knows? He had two rushing touchdowns in the game. Um, and I was actually stunned that they even okay. gave him the rushing touchdowns because that usually goes to Zeke. Um, Zeke so also had a rushing touchdown. I just traded him in a league, which I don't like at all. But, I mean, since – what was what, – what did I say it was week six? Pollard's been the RB3. 
yeah on the season like he's, he's ridiculous been really good that's that's an that's a, i just traded my i can't believe it but he's a league winner if yeah. he, keep, if he keeps with this pace i drafted him should have just kept him on my team yeah uh samaji perrine continues to have success in the absence of joe mixon um, I obviously like, I think Samaji Perrine is a good play. Um, if you know, Joe Mixon is out. So like I would saddle yeah. him up and run him out in your lineups if that's the case. But, uh, from everything I've heard, it sounds like Joey Mixon is coming back this week. So, um, yeah, Mixon almost, play, he was a game time decision this week. So he's, right. he'll be back next week and Perrine's going to the toilet. Exactly. Let's see. That's a great way of putting it. <laughs> uh, Swift 21. There you go, bud. Yeah, I mean he's still not too little, like, too late. <laughs> he's still not getting workhorse, or even close. He's, like he's what he got, I think week one he had sixty-seven percent snap percentage. That's still the most he's had all season. Detroit like, he lost, only had 50, right? fifty-one. Detroit lost, right? What, what, they won forty to fourteen, bro. Against who? The Jaguars, bro. Not gonna lie, I'm the biggest Lions fan right Dude, now. I I don't know why. The Lions playoff chances. Have gone up every week. It's up to like 30, 30% now to make the playoffs. I mean, the NFC sucks so bad that. Right. They got the problem is they have the Vikings this week and the Jets next week. So those are two tough games. But if they can somehow pull it off, their schedule rest of the season's cakewalk. What's their record? Five and seven? Five and seven, yeah. And they might not have to win out. Nine wins might get them in the playoffs. Because right now, like I would think, the Commanders they're seven five and one. I really hope they beat. The and then Vikings. the Seahawks are seven and five. So there's. Or, is I that a success? Nine and eight for them. Yeah. Is that a good season yes. for you? Because like, I would say so. Five weeks ago, if I talked to you, you said fire, Dan Campbell. He's the worst coach in the league. Yeah, I mean they were what they were one and six though. They started the year off one and six. Remind me of the Colts last year a little bit. Did the Colts end up making the playoffs? No, they 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 missed it because they uh they choked against the oh right the Jaguars right. Uh, anyway, DeAndre Swift gets twenty one, so that's good for your fantasy teams. Hopefully that continues. Josh Jacobs, oh my God, this this guy's a real league winner right here. We're gonna be talking about this guy. He's the RB two. He's the RB two on the year. He's been elite in every aspect of everything, and they're just feeding him the ball. It's like, hey, we're yeah. not gonna give you another contract. Just keep taking the rock. We don't care if you get hurt. That's kind of what it is at this point. Uh, AJ Dillon again. What is this? A three week stretch? Yeah. What the heck is going on? AJ two week stretch. Uh, two week stretch. stretch. Well, I guess. But still, since, since week eleven, he is the. <laughs> he had nine center. straight weeks with like five fantasy points. Uh, Saquon Barkley <laughs> gets back nineteen. Uh, Cam Akers. Yeah. Who's this? Two rushing touchdowns. Oh, that explains a lot. Still only had three yards to carry. Yep, that sounds about right. Well, you know, he he has 100 rushing attempts this year for 300 yards. <laughs> three point, oh, dear God. He's at 3.31 yards to carry. Um, he also only has three catches on the season. So. I was excited for a second, but then, like, I mean, how, hey, if, if, if Cam Akers is the goal line back, we'll talk yeah, about him on, on the Wednesday show about Thursday Night Football. Um, all right, Zeke, 18. Uh, I was I was gonna roast people hard about uh, Zonovan Knight. Um, I didn't even we we didn't even talk about him on the waiver show. But that's how much I dislike the kid. And um, sixteen fantasy points. He proved me wrong. I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, as long as Michael Carter's out, they like him. You know, James Robinson is healthy scratch. It's one of those weird guys. The my, my how the mighty have fallen. My goodness, yeah. the, oh. for running backs in the NFL, it can go from being like he played this week. He was a healthy scratch last week, but even this week, he only had eleven snap percent. He had eleven oh, snap wow. percent. It's just like it's like you can go from being like really good for three weeks at the beginning of the season to not having a job. Like, yeah, so it's fast. so funny. Like in week three, people were saying like he's a stud, everything in dynasty, mm-hmm. and now I saw a tweet. On Twitter this week, in, from someone who makes a lot of Dynasty content, saying that James Robinson is droppable in Dynasty. Wow, I had him in two leagues, trading him for a second round pick in both leagues earlier this season. Well, anyway, David Montgomery gets sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's and been James, solid. James but... Cook. Yeah, what you say about dude. Monty? Uh, I was just gonna say Montgomery's been good without Khalil Herbert. I think uh, Herbert. Ever since Herbert's been out, 21-14-16. Yeah. So. Well, what were you going to um, say about James Cook, too? Because I'm interested in hearing I, that. I talked about it on the buys and sells. Ooh. I feel like he's kind of overtaking Devin Singletary right now. But it's, he's he played better, though. on the ground, uh, he's not very good. Um, no, no. It, it wasn't. It wasn't by Cook. It was Sel Devin. But imagine, imagine, like <laughs> I, you know what I find so hilarious is that anytime one of these like really big teams, like the Chiefs or the Bills or maybe Dallas, does something yeah. in free agency or does something to pick up a player, and everyone just loses it, even though that player is like totally mid, and like I don't know. Naheem Hines isn't even mid. He blows. Like he sucks. And when he went to the Bills, everyone was like. Saddle it up. Pass catching back. Let's right. go. Trade but for him. To- and I'm like, can you shut the hell up? Like, what are you to- talking about? They don't throw it to the running backs. I can see that with my own eyes watching football. Well, they have been a little bit more lately, but they've been it's yeah. been James Cook. Yeah, it's been James Cook. I don't so, know why they made that trade, to be completely okay, honest with you. To be fair to Naheem Hines, I do think he also sucks. I'm not arguing against that. <laughs> to be fair to Naheem Hines, <laughs> I think he sucks. But... He's a good pass catch. Like he's not a bad pass catching running back. No, he's not a bad pass. And catching they traded back. him. Like if the Patriots, the if the Patriots went out and got him, I would feel good about our pass catching. Right. Like he'd be like James White. Right. Maybe not as good as James. No, White, not as good yeah. as James White. But you get. That. But right, right. I get what you're saying. The Bills already. What did they draft James Cook for? Yeah, to do that. It was to be the pass catching running back who could also potentially become a th- a three down and back. Is that pass, not he's what a pass he's doing specialty. now? Yeah, exactly. So why did you get Naheem Hines? You got him so you could, so he could be a healthy scratch and a special teamer. What did they trade for him anyway? Was that a sixth round? Pick? It wasn't. It was like Zach Moss and like a sixth. So it, it wasn't. Yeah, it well, wasn't anything. Either way, I like, I like it. I I like that. Um, I like the fact that James Cook is good. I was trying to figure out where my brain was going with this. Um, I like the fact that James Cook is good. I don't like the fact that people hyped up name lines. I, I can't that that whole situation. Even when it was like Jonathan Taylor was going off last year, well, Naheem Hines is huh. still there. There's like a group of people, <laughs> right? It's like all right. And every time something happens with Hines, they come out of the woodwork. I don't know how it looks on your. Oh, screen, here we go. Here we go. Name the... Hines. <laughs> I know Naheem Hines is just yeah. Anyway, sorry, but um. We got the Cook Brothers back to back on my screen for points. Oh, I don't know if that's go. the same for you. There you go. Um, it, I think it is PPR. Yep. All right. Uh, let's talk about some guys that didn't do too well at the uh, at the running back position. Nick Chubb had eight points. 
Um, disappointing. Disappointing week. I think I this looks to me. I I didn't fully watch the Browns game. I wanted to, and I might actually go do that. But um, this feels to me like a game where they wanted to get Watson as many pass attempts as they humanly could. I don't know what his pass attempts looks like, so don't quote me on that. Um, um, so he could <sighs> blow out the Houston Texans, uh, which they did, but uh, not because of Deshaun Watson. That's for sure. No, their offense was actually really bad all around. They All their touchdowns were defense. Yeah. They had two defensive touchdowns and a punt return for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So Chubb, Chubb was okay, but he just he didn't have any receiving game this week. He Which did he, not have a catch does. or a touchdown, so mm-hmm. it was just 80 yards rushing. So 18 points. It's so, it's like, the, in PPR, it kind of opens your eyes to the situation, and it kind of sucks for, like, running backs like Nick Chubb who don't get pass catching work. Yeah. Where it's well, like, Chubb, the thing is, like, this year like, has That's been, a good football game. What was his yards per carry? Yeah, like 4.71. Eight, eight yards a carry, 4.7 yards a carry. Like, that's a good football game for a running back. Yeah, he was fine. And, and like, in fantasy, people are like, oh, my God, he pooped out. Like, he sucked. <laughs> Yeah, which is true. He did. He busted. He didn't score a touchdown. Eight points doesn't help your game. Um, but yeah, right. I, I'm not concerned about Nick Chubb at all. Uh, Antonio, no, no, no. Antonio Gibson had eight points in the tie fest. It's so funny. All of that, all of that conversation about the Giants in Washington going for you know second place in the NFC East or third place in the NFC East, and, uh, <laughs> and they tie. tying. They tie. That that was just that was just peak mid team stuff. <laughs> Right, I know exactly. Somebody um, said tweeted. They said, um, "Imagine like you know, you get you get all you get all freaking lubed up for a football game, and these people get plastered, and they spent all day at tailgate drinking and getting getting excited for the game." And they said, uh, "When you win, you're drunk, you're happy, you're excited. You know, your team just won a football game. And then when you lose, you're pissed off. You got all the rage in the world. And he's like, you got, you got feelings when you tie, how are you supposed to feel? Right. Like, well, that's it. Like we, and, uh, the Patriots Raiders game week 15, get flexed out. So I'm like, okay, who they replace it with Washington commanders, giants. Does the whole world wants to see commanders giants again. Apparently the NFL really? thinks the horror war wants to see that again because it's the, I think it's just cause it's New York. Yeah. So it's like, oh, the Giants well, we are somewhat relevant, so let's get right. them in prime time. And the Commanders have a good football market mm. in Washington, D.C. So whatever. But that game, I don't want to watch that game. I'm sorry. I have zero interest in that. Oh, 1,000%. I don't. I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway because I'm a yeah, freak. Yeah, fantasy, fantasy. Yeah, right. Um, but Gibson, Gibson had uh, 7.9 points. He is definitely um, – he's become like more like a – I guess a pass catching back with some rushing upside. Yeah. Um, and if he scores a touchdown, he's kind of really good, but at this he's kind of like, kinda like um, he's kind of like Tony Pollard, a little less touchdown, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. Right. same kind of player um, where he's the, the one B with some passing more. There's a couple guys on this list that are quite, I did want to say eye popping. So Travis Etienne, I I have Travis Etienne right now. He's ranked RB nine rest of season by the experts on fantasy pros, and I'm I'm kind of curious what your thoughts are because he sucked the last like three. I weeks think that's gonna that's that's gonna drop a little bit. I still like him. I do. Um, like what's going on with the Jags? Are they just getting those new running backs they got involved and in trying to spare? Yeah, they're they're using everybody. They're also throwing the ball more, oh, and I mean it's working. Scripts. 
You would but think the game script. Game script there. too is a big thing. Yeah, like this week they were out of the game in the first quarter. Make me feel better about ETN. Is what I'm saying. They so they were they were down in this game in the first quarter and they were never close. So the whole game was a negative game script. So he only had like what twelve carries. Yeah. And then last week you he would got think, in, you would think in, in the a first negative quarter. game script game that he would be in a positive More passing because he's a pass catcher. Right, but they don't. That that's the problem with ETN is they don't use him as that. Doug Peterson, man. Um, he still way, gets, I mean, three targets a game. Three catches, I'm not so super concerned about ETN, but it's just been a consistent trench of not. I thought games. he would have a lot more than 25 yeah. catches. Like he was, he had a that. stretch of games where he was real, real good. And then lately he's kind of tanked off a little bit. So I want to see a turnaround, but if it keeps happening over the next two or three weeks, I'm going to definitely be concerned. Um, Cordero Patterson quickly had six points. Um, I was watching the football game with a Cordero Patterson owner, and he was livid. Um, I'll tell you, and I'm like, well, "Why are you starting the, Cordero that's Patterson?" That's the that's the that is the <laughs> devil you shook hands with, friend. Right. Um, Derrick Henry had five point eight, so very disappointing that's... in big matchups. Um, right. Not good for your fantasy aspects. Um, Kenneth Walker got hurt. He ended up with three point six. We had a guy in, a, in in our home league start DJ Dallas and Kenneth Walker. What in the world? What are the odds of that working out too, though? Like, I know they're getting hurt, and, and he then, has DJ but Dell. DJ Dell is blue. He had like right, so it didn't really work out. But it almost, in theory, almost worked out. Oh man, that's that's really bad. Um, anyone else you see on this list? Yeah, there's one guy that I wanted to say because everybody's been hyping him up. People are saying top ten running back rest of the season. Uh, people ripped their drawers off for him. We had him on our sales show. It's Jeff Wilson. Zero fantasy points. And you think, oh, did he get hurt? Nope. Didn't get no hurt. Way. 37% snap percentage. One carry. Three Most yards. Two three targets. Points. Zero catches. They threw the ball a lot. It was a negative game script. But that was one of the things we told you. They were beating up on these teams like Cleveland, Chicago, Houston. They were running the ball because they were just dominating the game. And then they were like, okay, whatever. That's not going to be the case for a season against San Francisco. Maybe against the Chargers. But not against the Bills. Maybe against the then they got the Patriots, but like there's some, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's up and down. He's yep. not a top 10 running back. Stop with the tomfoolery. Great points. Love the Thank fire you. today. This is great. Um, all right, let's go to the wide receiver position. Jumping into the top 12 guys that finished this week. Devonte Adams is just, a, he's been a sheer monster. I, I don't know what else to say. Like since yep. the midway point, he's been ridiculous. I was like, I was thinking yesterday, I wish I drafted him, but I drafted chase and Diggs, So I'm like, no, so I had, I had, I had uh, I've, I've had like, I wake up in the middle of the night in cold sweats sometimes thinking about the fact that I, I drafted Debo Samuel over Tyree kill. Yeah. Cold sweats. It's, 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 I mean, I'm at least you turned terrible. it to, you turned to AJ Brown. That's yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I fixed it kind of, but I still would rather have Tyree kill over AJ Brown. Yeah. Fantasy football. My heart doesn't say that. My heart says AJ right. Brown. Neck and neck. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown is a guy that I want to go buy a jersey for. I'm not going to lie. He's starting to turn into that. Like, I, I want to get a Fields jersey. I want to get a Joe Burrow jersey. Got to get myself. Amon Ross getting on that AJ list. Brown. Amon Ross starting to get on that list, dude. I'm he's he's ridiculous, man. Amon Ross. Um, thought I was going to be able to make a trade. He's like, he's the best. He might be the best modern day pure slot receiver. Yeah. Where you just like, it's third and four and you run a little out route. Right like, to the you right to the first down marker. You don't, you don't have any brothers, time. right? No. So that wasn't really a question. It was more like a statement, but 
Okay. Just so you know that I know you don't have any brothers. Okay. <laughs> but like, as a person who has two other brothers, right? Uh-huh. Brothers are competitive. And Amonra right. has a brother in the NFL. His name is Aquanimus. He plays for the Bears. Aquanimus St. Brown. And uh, he used to play for the Packers, right? Yep. Uh, so how would you feel if your brother is just dominating you at the same position? <laughs> I, w- I would wish I'd get the ball thrown to me more a little yeah, bit. I'd be like, it's, it's funny. I wish they were both good because then it would be like a physical battle, but it's, one sucks and one's good. Anyway, yeah. Um, apparently their dad too. I don't know what his name is, but he's, I've seen it. I saw that on a bodybuilder. What was it? Yeah, um, Hard Knocks, right? Funny. They yeah. had they showed that they were all working out the training. Yeah, uh, but anyway, AJ Brown had thirty-one. I mean, at Tyreek Hill twenty-nine. Tyler Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Thank you, Seattle, uh, for twenty-six and twenty-seven. Like. These are massive performances at the wide receiver position. 37, 34, 31, 29, 27, 26. Like these are usually it's like 24, 25 and you have a good week. We have Dude, three it's wide unbelievable receivers the that Geno Smith yeah. has managed to have like two top 15 receivers for fantasy I, and make I, them that's relevant. Astounding. I, all, both of these guys are really good. Um, I think that and the Broncos were my now, two biggest. I have been actively pieces. rooting against Seattle because um, I want them to trade Metcalf and Lockett. And you want the Lions to make the playoffs, bro. That would be good for both those cases. Exactly, exactly. So, but I want the I want the Seahawks to realize that they don't really like Geno has been good, but are they really going anywhere with Geno Smith? Unfortunately, they play the Panthers this week, so I don't. Oh, okay. Um, but are they really going? Like changes. they make the playoffs. They're seven and five, so there's a good chance they make the playoffs. Like, yeah. oh, are they getting going, slaughtered? And I feel like in, are they in going playoffs? anywhere with Geno Smith? No. I mean, maybe we're wrong. Maybe they end up in the NFC Championship. Yeah, I mean, the way he's been playing this year, bro, top ten quarterback. Anyway, uh, but he's carried these. Like at this point, I think DK's like you lose Ross. DK's value in Dynasty went down. And now Gino has... You should have got him. Like, yeah, you should have. That was a good buy opportunity, even though it didn't look like one. But Gino has now resurrected him. And, I'm like, is he now a top five, like, fantasy wide receiver in Dynasty now? I don't know. I mean, he's he's wide receiver 15 on the year. So it's not like he's... He's not the same level as, like, Adams, Jefferson, Diggs. That's why I kind of want to see... I want to see him get traded. You know, and I also think as AJ a Pats Brown, fan, I'd love to see him traded, but like I'd like to see him go to a football team right. with a young quarterback. Like, um, yeah, then he you could make that right discussion, right? So, but where where he can start to excel and become really good, you know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. or he's already really good, just a guy who can get him the football. <laughs> so right. it's like anyway, not that Geno can't, but. Either way, those two guys had a good week. Terry McLaurin with 24. He's been sneaky good this season. Wide I know, the year I'm kind of out on him. Christian Watson. He still only has three touchdowns. You know what I You know what I think funny about Christian Watson? I was typing a message in our group chat to the person that traded for Christian Watson. Traded a lot to get him, and it looked real dumb. Yep. And I was typing a message in the group chat when he had three catches and nine fantasy points or seven fantasy I think it was seven fantasy points or something stupid. And... I was typing a message in the group chat to roast him, and then I looked up and I saw a highlight <laughs> at the end of the game, midway through the fourth quarter, where Christian Watson breaks off a sixty-yard like touchdown run. Yeah, and I'm like, backspace, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, frack. 
Christian Watson has been ridiculous. He's he's going to be a league winner. I just the thing con- that continues to concern me on a week to week basis is the lack of pass catching work. Like I, I know, like how bro, I say he's pass catching three catches a game, game. like right. Three or four catches a game. I don't get it. But Rodgers will throw it to him a lot if, if like, and he can he can make uh, something out of nothing too. Yeah. So uh, it's it's he's he he's he's reminding me slightly of AJ Brown a little bit um, early, AJ Brown because of that that ability to do things after the catch, um, where you know like AJ Brown would have weeks where he'd catch two passes and suck for the Titans early in his career. And then all of a sudden he'd catch a, you know, 60 yard touchdown or he would catch a slant route that he would take 60 yards to the house. And it would be like, it would save your fantasy to happen for me many times when I owned him earlier in his career. It's the same thing with Christian Watson. It's like Mm -hmm. you get the ball in his hands and he'll make a play. And so I think that's what they need to do. They need to get the ball in his hands, like in short yardage situations and, and let him do the work instead of, you know, maybe stretching the field as much as they do with him, which also works. But I think they're trying to utilize him like they were Devontae Adams, and I don't know that he's the same type of player as Devontae Adams in that context. Right. So, anyway, there's my TED Talk on Christian Watson. No, I, I, I think it's fair. Watson's – he's interesting. I, I mean, if you have him, hold on to him for sure. Like, And I'm talking Dynasty as well. But mm. I don't know. Like, he's just – there's something off about him too. Like, I don't think he has the best hands – which I mean can improve. Like Metcalf didn't have yeah, good hands you can, either. You can improve your pass catching ability. But I don't know. Unless I mean, he's definitely ridiculous. Unless your name ridiculous. starts with N and your last name starts with A, and uh, yeah, it's then you suck. <laughs> but um, no, but he's definitely ridiculous after the catch and um, could be a special player. But yeah, I don't know, man. The three or four catches a game scares me. But yeah, it does scare me. I mean, if he keeps getting it's touchdowns, it's different than the Amonra breakout last year, where Amonra's right. breakout it's, was, was right. on like target share and everything. Right. So we'll see what happens. Um, with Watson. You want to talk about Mr. Garrett Wilson, <clears throat> my guy? Yeah, he's good. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Twenty-four points. He's good. he was he was on he was number one on my buy list, and I was like, I don't know if Morgan's gonna like this. And then he got twenty-four. Points. Actually, I agree with that. I I went thousand percent. I I wanted to, and I, I with Mike White. I got time. I got time in the home league still. Monday, 540. Um, He's not going to. No, I tried. He won't, he, won't, he won't trade. He's untouchable. Oh, great. He, does, yeah. he doesn't stop, man. He's, he gets a player that's good, and he just holds. Yep. And like, and then, and then I he mean, that's kind of – it's fair, but, like, still. No, but, like, you know, sometimes I get a good player, like Tony Pollard. If Brandon had right. Tony Pollard, right, uh-huh. would be on his team for eternity. Right. Would never leave. I just traded him. It's like Cordell Patterson last year. He's still on his team a year later, <laughs> starting him. He's got his players. I mean, I drafted yeah. AJ Brown, so I'm not gonna. I didn't right. even draft him. I traded for him. Um. Anyway, Stephen Dix had 22. Devonta Smith 21. So he has a couple of good weeks every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just a good week for the Philadelphia Eagles altogether. Keenan Allen's oh, back, yeah. baby. 20 fantasy yep. points. And then normally I would say Ceedee Lamb dominated and had a top 10 week, but <laughs> this is a really good week for wide receivers. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about some guys that kind of busted out a little bit. Um, and I would say that's nine points or under. Uh, Juju had six on 70% of the snaps, so he finally got back on the field. I was expecting a bounce back game from uh, him. Yeah, he didn't target share. was four targets. He had three catches, so not, not a good game for Juju. I think things will bounce back, but the schedule looks very tough. If you still are able to trade people in leagues, I would say Juju is a sell um, at this point. Mm. 
Um, Nikhil Harry, so you see his catch? I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> I did. Sometimes I did he just well. shows what he everyone saw. Right. And it's like, holy crap. Yeah. But then he can't do anything else because he's a stone brick. Um. Yeah, I, I saw that too. I was like, whoa, Nikhil Harry? Who's this That's guy? a great play. Yeah. Um, Amari Cooper, eight points with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's not I don't know if that's really a full bust, but I would Jacoby say Myers, dude. If it continues to happen, things uh-huh. could go sideways, but yeah. Jacoby Myers, I had great start to the season. Mm-hmm. I had high expectations for him, almost traded for him in the home league a week ago. Mm-hmm. And he's just been very disappointing. I think is it because he's battling injuries, do you think? Um, I don't know. What's like his, Minnesota he only had twenty nine percent, right? And then this week he only had fifty. It might just be because the offense blows. Yeah, that that's what I'm more concerned about. Yeah. Um, as someone who has Michael Pittman and thought I had an easy win this week. No. Michael Pittman, all he needed to do was get a couple points for me to like I still probably am gonna win, but the percentage went from ninety nine to sixty. I'm because like, what Michael the Pittman heck happened? Three points. I looked, Michael Pittman, four targets, two catches. The uh, I was gonna say Jalen Waddle people for the final wide receiver one and point one point nine fantasy points. I think he got I hurt. I think he got hurt. Yeah, so I'm pretty um, sure. He just got keep hurt. an eye on that injury. Let's talk about some tight ends really quickly. Dolchich, he appears. <laughs> yeah. Revive. He's alive. He's alive. No fun. He's actually kind of somebody to keep your eye on because even not for this year, but maybe like next year as a guy who. Oh yeah, your, especially your if they, tight like, end breakout. I've noticed that, um, like. Russell Wilson loves to throw it to the wide receiver. I mean, uh, the tight end position, even when he was with Seattle. So, like, if they do get an offensive coordinator in here and things start to flip around for the offense and Russ starts uh-huh. playing a little bit better, Dolchers could be a real good add um, next year. But Font had 14. Evan Ingram had 14. So, lots of randos happening on this list. I think we told you to pick up Evan Ingram last week. Cole Komet has a good game now that Justin Fields is back, which is good. Travis um, Kelsey only had eight points. Oh, he busted right out, huh? He had a fumble. Hawkinson had seven. But who are these tight ends? Mark point. Andrews had nine, which is okay. Pat Fryermuth had ten. Uh, this guy, Chigs, uh, Chigo ZM, Okwano Kwahu. Tennessee Titans tight end. This guy's really fast. I saw him at the uh, combine. Zippy Zoom. Zippy zoom. Zippy zoom. Uh, Ten points. Connor Hayward. For what an awful week for they tight ends. Kyle, uh, Kyle, what's his name? Uh, Kenny Pickett was like, you know what? I, I fricked the wide receiver position. Just throw it yeah, to bro. Oh, dude. There was actually a play. You know, you know how I've kind of been. You're higher on Fryermuth than I am, right? Smooth. There was a play I because I. I would. I didn't really watch the Falcons Steelers mm-hmm. game, but I had it on as like one of the six games yeah. on my laptop because I'm a psycho. And there was a catch that Firemuth had, where he literally looked like Gronk. He caught like an out. It was like a ten yard pass. Mm-hmm. He stiff armed a guy to the ground. Somebody else tried to tackle him. He shoved them off, and he went like forty yards. Is I was legit. like, oh my gosh, Muth is legit. That was like Kittle or Gronk. You got Muth in your pants? Is that what's going on? I. It's growing. Oh, the mooth is go. growing. There you go. Um, all right. The only guy I say, uh, people keep starting Bob Tanyan, and I just. Yeah, sadly. That's a, that's a risky That's a risky bet. I He's fallen, fallen off the face of the earth. Um, 
Same with Higby, dude. You know the amount of Higby people that came out after the beat? Like, I remember seeing in like week five and six people being like, Tyler Higby, top five tight end. Tyler Higby. He had a great start to the year. Tyler Higby's. Yeah, he blows. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not very good. It's. I mean, it doesn't help that Matt Stafford's out, but. Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, let's move to the waiver wire portion of the show. Talk about some waiver wire ads and get you on your merry way. I do want to reference uh, two precursors. One, this is week 14 waiver wires. No one is going to be here that's going to help your fantasy team win. Um, so we're going to try to give you some good ads for guys that may help your team um, for the week, possibly, um, mm-hmm. and then might have some long-term play. Um, right, there's a chance. There's a chance that they could do something. But um, most of, at this point in the year, most waiver wire budget is spent um, and most of the waiver wire is pretty barren and there's not really a lot of guys that you can get. So um, as the season goes along, the show gets shorter and shorter for the waiver wires, <laughs> but um, we're going to give you a good streaming option uh, for the week. And then uh, at quarterback for that matter. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we'll move on to the other positions, but uh, at quarterback, who are you looking at Rick for this week? Um, It's between two guys for me that I'm really deciding on. Uh, I'm going to say Jared Goff. Screw it. Whoa! Jared Goff, he's been up and down all year. This week had a really good week, mm-hmm. 20-plus fantasy points. And going up against the Minnesota Vikings, that uh, their pass defense has struggled. Yeah. Um, all season, I think they're bottom 10 in the league for pass defense. And this is a big game. This is probably the biggest game for the Lions all season. this They're going to treat this like a playoff game. Mm-hmm. They're going to have Jamison Williams actually play this week, even though he was active this week. He didn't really play. I think this game, they'll use him more. You got a Monra. The team is finally healthy. Swift is healthy. I like Jared Goff this week against Minnesota. Whoa. Not a bad, not right. a bad pick. Um, I'm kind of in a tough predicament right now, and there's a guy that I'm actually interested in, but I want to confirm that the game is a good game. Okay. I just say his name and yeah, then it's matchup. You definitely got to make sure that it's a good game. Um, yeah, it's not that guy. Not that guy at all. I have two for you, so maybe. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'll get okay. There. I'll get I just want to see if one of, you say one of them. Um, <laughs> I probably won't say either of them. Not going to lie. Uh, a guy that's not horrible. I can't believe he's 34, by the way. Holy crap, dude. Time flies. Ryan Tannehill versus Jacksonville is not yep. bad. Um, and then, God, this is such a poop situation. But Kenny Pickett okay. versus Baltimore, yeah, is is okay. Um, but okay. I just, I, I'm like, he hasn't scored twenty point over twenty points in no. his entire oh. career. So it's like, if if I had to start somebody, it would probably be Tannehill um, this week, and I'd be okay with that. But if you if you, if Tannehill is not available, then and Pickett is just the only guy there, then then I would be okay with him. Um, yeah. Unless you want to go with Mac Jones versus Arizona. <laughs> That's actually not a bad one. Oh, we're going to bring it's, it in. It's not Mac a Jones bad Jones streaming one. option? Arizona is so ridiculously bad on defense. What did Mac do against the Vikings? He, he pooped on them. I think he could. I'm not going to say he's throwing 382 yards, but maybe like 270 and two touchdowns. You have a Baltimore week. That's a that's okay. Yeah, he was QB against okay. Baltimore three twenty. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he could do that. Um, and then 
I don't love this one, but uh, Tyler Huntley. No, I'm out. He is a running quarterback. If he doesn't have a bad matchup, but I'm out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it. I would put everybody we talked about like that. I just but... like a backup quarterback coming in. Um, I know, I, I know it's gross. I know it's gross. I have a question. Okay, let's just let's just play the game for a second. Baker Mayfield was cut this week. Yep. Um, I I don't know what the status of his waiver situation is. I think they only have to pay him one point nine million dollars. So, uh, yep. San Francisco picks him up. Okay. Okay. Is he worth a stream this week? Not against Tampa. He wouldn't. I don't think he would play this week. Okay, fair enough. I think they're going to ride the Brock, Brock for, at least for a uh, week or two, and then if he sucks, they go with Baker. But I don't even think he'll make it because. It's he's going through waivers. Who's gonna pick him up? Um, there were a couple. I think the Colts. There were people saying the Colts. Why? I mean, I, I'm saying in. I that was that was something I said in the off season. Like I would not. There, hate there, it, there, but... there was a couple spots. There's another report. Side note: since we're talking about San Francisco, if they miss out on Baker, that uh, people in Matt Ryan's circles believe that he should ask for a, a release. And then reunite with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. Ooh. That wouldn't be bad. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be bad. But I think he would have to go through waivers too, so it's kind of tough. All right. Let's talk about some running back waiver pickups. Um, okay. Guys that are still available, James Cook, Cam Akers, Zonifin Knight. Um, I think that would be the top three at this point. DJ Dallas would be interesting. Um, yeah, well, because how long is – If Kenneth Walker is out. Right now, it's they're, they're taking a day-to-day. Um, but I would think that this week he probably wouldn't play. So if this is what getting your handcuffs is all about, like you have to do this now. Yeah. But of of some of these is DJ players, Dallas the guy that you would pick up? Yeah, because isn't Travis Homer? <sighs> Travis Homer is like, also I don't know. on the team, but I I think he's kind of hurt too. Um, okay, so yeah, then DJ Dallas. So, uh, but anyway, which guy are you like honing in on and targeting this week at the running back? Um, I think honestly, I actually would pick up James Cook. Okay. Of all these guys, I think he has the most potential, the most upside uh, feeling. I think he's kind of taking over the role mm-hmm. uh, for the main RB. But even even if he's like in a split, which is kind of what it is right now, right. he's getting more pass catching than Singletary. It's slowly trending towards James Cook in that offense. I think they want to give him the more work. They mm-hmm. took a what a second round pick to get him. Yeah. Um. So I would I would do James Cook, but I mean I don't have crazy high expectations for him. Um, I think somebody that has a really good rest of season schedule is uh, the Jets running back, um, Zon- okay. Zonovan Knight. I'll mention him today. Um, I think he could be – if they continue to – I don't know how long Michael Carter is out, but if they continue to give him uh, the rock as much as they have been and, and get uh-huh. him involved in the offense as much as they have been – um, I think that he could provide some fantasy upside. Um, and I'm not talking like 20 point games. I'm talking like 20 right. to 50. Cause he's a pass catcher though. So he, right. he could get like 10 points. So I like him. I do like DJ Dallas. Um, it, it like only in the context that Ken, Ken uh, Kenneth Walker is out. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would get Dallas. Uh, and then I do like James cook as well. Cam Akers, I'm just out on, um, I don't mind the pickup. Like if you need depth at the running back position, um, and you have a guy out or a bye week this week in week 14, like not horrible, but I, I just not, I'm not in on that. And then pick up all your, your handcuffs. 
Alexander Madison yep. to be specific. I don't know why he's not owned in more than 29% of leagues at this point. Yeah. If you have Dalvin Cook, you need Madison on your team. Um, <clears throat> all right. Let's move to the wide receiver position. Uh, for Oh, by the way, Jordan Mason, too, I think would be the handcuff for... Yeah, if you have McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah, handcuff him. Um, yeah. Some options here for wide receiver. Uh, I am not in on this guy, but Corey Davis is all is available. He's according to fantasy pros, a number one ad for all the experts. And well, so that. I think the reason being is because Elijah Moore is still in the doghouse. I feel like he's not. So he's the wide receiver two on a team that threw the ball 50 times last week. And he didn't do anything. <laughs> 13 face points. It's not Elijah great. Moore he had, had 10 13? targets. Elijah Moore had 10 targets. No, Corey Davis. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm not interested in Corey Davis. Um, Jamison Williams, Nico Collins, Kadarius Tooney, Isaiah McKenzie, all of those guys, Paris Campbell too, are all guys that I would personally be in on. But uh, same question again, Rick. What guys are you interested in? Uh, I actually might surprise you, but how long is Brandon Cooks out for? Because if he's like out for the year, Nico Collins. Nico, despite being in the worst offense in the league by far, uh, he has some fantasy relevance because he's going to get like 10 targets. I week. have him rostered. I picked him up a few weeks ago because he's actually yeah, really I, good. I think he could be okay. I mean, when Brandon Cooks comes back, I don't know. Um, Jameson Williams, they were getting a lot of flack because they said that they were going to use him on as a gunner on the punt team mm-hmm. uh, in his debut. And like the Fox pregame show was saying like, you don't use a rookie first round wide receiver to be your gunner. And they were like flaming him, mm-hmm. but the lines didn't even punt. So it didn't matter, but he only had an 11% snap percentage. So they didn't really use him. I, yeah. I would like to think they're going to use him more next week, but who knows? I would still pick him up though, but Nico's probably my favorite guy. If Brandon cooks is out for some okay. I would say, um, Jamison Williams is my favorite guy only because like, he only played 11% of the snaps, and I don't know if it was because they were trying to ease him in or whatever, but I think, they were. I think Williams has the, the best chance out of all of these guys to do something big. Like, yeah, I would all agree it takes that. is one really good week for him, I think, to have a you know a stretch of games where he could be like a real good wide receiver. Um, and like, there's still enough games of the season and they're easier matchups that you can have that happen. So I would get Jamison Williams on your team. Um as a speculative ad in case things go in the positive direction. Uh, but if it like, what's the, what's the worst case scenario that it doesn't work and he ends up like, it's not costing you anything. So right. um, anyway, I would do Jamison Williams. And then, you know, somebody in our home league drafted him and, and put him on the, IR him the entire season. The whole season. It's the rookie thing for this guy. He only drafts rookies for whatever reason. I'm just like, dude, it's you insane, are... dude. Anyway. Well, I get it for like someone like Deshaun Watson. Yeah. But, like, James Williams is a rookie wide receiver that was going to be out for, like, at least the first half of the season. Yep. And you kept him on your team the whole year. That's wild. Um, Kadarius Tooney is another guy. Definitely should be rostered. Um, and then Isaiah McKenzie, I think, should be rostered as well. Uh, let's talk about one tight end, Rick. Give me one tight end. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'll say Greg Dulwich. I'm going to um, say Evan Ingram. Okay, there you go. He's been your guy all year. Yeah, dude. I think he got a touchdown this he week. Does, he does good things and bad things. Depends on the week. Depends on the week. There you go. Yeah. Playing Russian roulette at tight end. <laughs> exactly. Um, there's your recap for the week. There's your waiver wires. We got a uh, Thursday night preview and a lot more content coming in for week 14. Uh, stay tuned. We'll see you later, guys. See you.
Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.